Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us and starting your weekend here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners out there especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We'll thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Evidently, Saturday morning, you're going to need some coffee. You're going to need some hot chocolate. I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. But I do like Strange Brew Coffee House, and I do like Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. So start your day the right way with a trip over there. Saturday, this weekend, if you're here for baseball, that might be the way to go to get your, uh, get your bones from stop chattering on Saturday morning. And, of course, wherever you live in our great state and our great country, Strange Brew Coffee House is just a click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Whatever kind of coffee machine you've got sitting on the kitchen counter, they've got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise, the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Whatever you're looking for for Mississippi State merchandise, they've got it at College Corner. For your house, for your car, for your kids, for your wife, for your husband, for yourself, whoever it is. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. If you are going to be in town this weekend, you need to spice things up a little bit, get the heat going. Hey, just go over to uh, Humble Taco, grab some tacos, grab a margarita, ask for a little hot sauce, and you should be good to go. Tacos like you can't get anywhere else. Great Mexican food and something for everybody. Whatever kind of eater, no matter how picky, there's something on the Humble Taco menu that will make them happy. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi Roots. At Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs. May have to be back there. I've already been once this week. I need to, I think I may have to do it again. I'm just, I'm, I'm craving a meatball sub. I don't know what it is. And whatever you're craving, whatever kind of sandwich you're craving, they've got you taken care of at Firehouse Subs. Use the Firehouse Subs app, place your order online, pick it up, and don't forget you're piling up reward points every single time you place an order faster than anybody else. You're beating free sandwiches before you know it. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, I will not tell a lie. I thought this show would be a send-off. I thought we would be sending off Ben Howland, a retrospect into his career. Uh, you know, some thoughts about the, uh, the, 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 the successor, some thoughts about his tenure here at Mississippi State. But the man lives to fight another day. And honestly, Robbie, I thought tonight might have been the best game Mississippi State played all season. They were dominant uh, defensively. They only allowed 17 second-half points. Uh, they shot the ball pretty well, including hitting a, you know three three-pointers. Um, rebounded the ball pretty well. Not a lot of turnovers. I thought they. I thought this was a good game for them, and they they get an easy win over South Carolina, seventy three fifty one to advance to uh, Friday in the SEC tournament, where they'll take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Tolu Smith, huge night for him, twenty points, twelve uh, rebounds. Molinar with nineteen, Shaquille Moore with ten. Garrison Brooks had nine and five. Anderson Garcia gets his first start of the season, seven 
points and 14 rebounds to go with and, and four assists and a, and a steal and two blocks. I'm going to ask maybe a dumb question here, Robbie. Why hasn't he been starting the whole year? I don't know. I mean, and I mean, we we talked about DJ Jeffries being pretty disappointing mm-hmm. back a few weeks ago. Yeah, the Oford and I've I've always been I've always been on the Anderson Garcia bandwagon. Yeah, I w- last year, you know, late in the season, he he came in and really helped Mississippi State, and I always wondered why he wasn't getting more minutes than he was. Ben Allen was able to keep him around. He, we talked about how easily he could have transferred because this is a really good player, and he was not getting a whole lot of playing time. This year, he's just stuck with his role. Every time he's been in there, he's played hard. He's gotten after loose balls. Um, he, he's one of those just garbage guys. Those guys are going to clean up a lot of plays for you, and those guys are really going to muddy the waters for the other team. And finally, they decide this guy needs a little more playing time, and he takes over in the starting lineup. And right off the bat, I mean, in the first 30 seconds, he was making a difference in the game. Comes in there and gets that big block on on a post play from South Carolina. And I thought that really kind of set the tone, even whenever State wasn't able to do a whole lot offensively for the middle part of that first half. I thought some of the things that Anderson Garcia did was constant. And that allowed Mississippi State to make sure that game didn't get away from them. And late in the half, they were able to to really kind of get control. And I thought that carried over to the second half. He provided energy, and and that's something that you know when I watch DJ Jeffries play, I don't I don't get energy. I get that he's you know he's more of a smooth player and sort of plays within himself. But State needs energy at times, and and Anderson Garcia has provided that. That's a guy that. You know, if you go back to the start of the season, I talked about him a little bit, said, like, I think, I think he could be a good role player. That has obviously expanded, and now he's, he's put himself to where he's a quality contributor. I mean, 14 rebounds, especially for a guy who's – we're not talking about a guy who's six foot nine, six foot ten here. This is, you know, just a, a, an undersized three, and he's getting those kind of rebounds. That tells you the kind of effort he's putting forward. So, you know, give credit where credit is due to Ben Hallen. Made some adjustments, made some 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 – lineup changes and comes out with a great win. Also made some wardrobe changes, went with the suit. First time he said since COVID, he went with the suit. I guess he'll be going with the suit the rest of the way. Um, I believe he will. Yeah, so good win. Good win for Mississippi State, and and now they'll take on Tennessee, and they'll see if they can't conjure up a little SEC tournament magic. <sighs> you know, With Tennessee, you go back to that game here in Starkville, it, it, it sort of followed the script that that we've seen too many times this year of state hanging around, getting behind early, then hanging around, hanging around, and just not being able to pull it out late. If they play like they played today, Robbie, they're going to have a real chance to win this game, aren't they? Yeah, you got to think so. I mean, this is a team that is that played on Thursday night like we've expected them to play. They looked like that team that we expected. And it's still not going to be a team that's that's going to – um, come out there and light you up from three-point range. But they were pretty effective in the in the half court. I thought Tolu Smith uh, looked really good and aggressive. Garrison Brooks early in the ball game, really aggressive on the boards. And Mississippi State looked like that team, and defensively as well. They looked like that team we were expecting them to see. We were expecting to see. And Tennessee's a really good ball club, but that's a team State had a chance against at, at Starkville. So, Mm-hmm. It's not completely out of the question that they can I, – I think they can 
they can play against anybody in this league. Mm-hmm. I think they can they can be in the ball game against anybody in this league. They were they were in the game had a chance to beat Auburn. They were in the game had a chance to beat Kentucky, LSU, Tennessee, even in the in the second half. So they they have the talent to compete with anybody, and it's just a matter of if they're able to execute or not. Been hurt being twenty of twenty seven from the free throw line here. State. They just yes, aggressive. That, that was excellent. They were 10 for 10, I think, in the first half. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And then defensively, this game, just a masterpiece. Mississippi State holds South Carolina 17 of 60 shooting. And that is brutally bad there. 5 of 14, Eric Stevenson. Jermaine Cousinard was 3 of 14. Keyshawn Bryant, 3 of 13. And you go back to the first half, State got out to like a quick lead. I think they were up 6 nothing. Then Carolina goes on a run. They went on like a 15-0 run, 15-2 run, something like that. And it looked like, okay, all right, it's it's already starting to get away from MSU. I think they trailed by as many as eight. But then they went on a run of their own, got control, had the lead at the half, and then came out in the second half and just played incredible basketball. This is honestly I, – I, you know me. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to be, find the positives here. I don't want to go down the negative road here, but this is what this team could have been all year. Yes. This is, this, you, what you saw tonight was the team I thought we were going to see this season. A team that you know got after people defensively, you know, and 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 attacked the basket, and you know was you know down low with Tolu Smith, and I, and I know Tolu was hurt, but Garrison Brooks should have been able to fill that role just as well, and so it's a little frustrating to watch them play like this tonight. But that being said, if they play like this three more times, they're going to be in the NCAA tournament, and then everything we've talked about for the past few weeks is going to be <laughs> uh, sort of null and void. So, do I think that's going to happen? No. But I'll say can this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it did? I think you would have it would be sort of reminiscent of the 2019 egg ball. You would have some state fans disappointed that they won. Yeah. Because people are so desperate to get rid of Ben Howland that they would they I mean, would, if they make that kind of run and they get in the NCAA tournament. He's safe. You think so? I mean, or I has think. this gone or has I mean, is there a a point of no return here. I mean, I just I don't think that you can get this fan base back uh, under Ben Howland. I, I just don't. The only way you I mean, could. outside of him going to the Sweet Sixteen, if, he goes say, a, if you if make he goes a run, 16, you make a run in the tournament, then people are excited again. I mean, if you if you get in the Sweet Sixteen and you've you've won the SEC tournament, yeah. So you've proven that you can win the tournament, run the table. That's something that he hasn't done. Mm-hmm. And then not only do you get in the tournament, you win two games in the tournament, something you haven't done since 1996. 1996. Yeah. I mean, you cannot fire the guy at that point. I know, I know no, people no, are throwing no, out. No question. No question. You can't do it. Because coming into the season, you said he's, just, he's got to get the NCAA tournament. Well, if he gets into the NCAA tournament, not only gets in the tournament, he gets to the Sweet 16 – it's hard to justify firing a guy for that. I'll be honest. Unless, unless they just agree, unless it's mutual and Ben Howland It's not says, being you know fired. I mean? Yeah, it's it's just he he, he would retire. Yeah. The, it it would remind me a lot of Georgia. When was that? Oh one or when was that? When was that? Yeah, I know you were there when Dennis Felton and, and they they didn't fire him because he got to the NCAA tournament. Oh, that was oh seven. That was oh eight. Oh eight. Okay. That that was the year of the tornado. Right. Right. And then they they played at Georgia Tech and all that. And Georgia didn't fire him, and then of course they fired him the next season. Um, it was so it would be sort of reminiscent of that, to be totally honest with you. Um, but I would be of the opinion that Mississippi State would not 
do anything if, if, if he makes – if he just makes the tournament, he's going to get in. And it's going to be one of those situations where before the season, what did I say? Make the tournament or you have to go. If you make the tournament, I can't really say, well, you still have to go, at least from my perspective. Yeah. So this is like – now, look, this is a big mountain to climb. And this is this is you know, and tomorrow is a huge step. Tennessee is a good team. They're trying to solidify where they're going to be seated for the NCAA tournament. They've had Mississippi State's number under uh, when was Rick Barnes has been their head coach. So it's it's not going to be a, a walk in the park, and it's a situation where State could play well. They could play as well as they did tonight, and Tennessee's just better than South Carolina, and they could overcome the way State played tonight. But if State hits the boards the way they do, and if they play defense the way they do, they're going to be in every game. So are we about to see one of those you know, magic Mississippi State runs through the SEC tournament that we've seen a few times before? I don't think we are. But if we come back here this time tomorrow, and that's what's happened, if, if State gets, to, gets through Tennessee, I would not bet against them the rest of the way. I, I just Because yeah. th- th- then you start feeling like something's going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing, though. They're perfectly capable of doing it. Absolutely. That's the that's the that's the thing. I mean, this this crew more than just about any other is capable of doing it. They have depth, they have size, they can punish you inside if if they're really aggressive. And I, I just I have a hard time really getting behind this team as 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 one that I feel like is going to make a run though. Right. I mean, because we just we haven't seen them win enough close games. They don't. They haven't had that clutch gene. They haven't had all those teams that we've seen get to the championship or win the championship. They had. They kind of had that. They kind of had that toughness about them that you could see them making a run. That I haven't seen sustained toughness from this team to do it. But all it takes is is for a team to to get hot at the right time. Um, so you you just never know. I mean, that, that's what makes college basketball so great and these tournaments so great is all it takes just a team to make a run. Remember that South Carolina team that went to the Final Four? I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't just an incredible team, but they got hot at the right time. Um, you know, the, the Mississippi State team, the Final Four team, that, that was a really good team, but that team was playing at its best at the right time. So, I you know, I'm – I'm interested to see how this goes. The, ben Howland has has done a pretty good job winning that first game in the in the SEC tournament. He's done that several times. Let's see if he can get over the hump here and win that second one. If he beats Tennessee, then you start to believe a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And is the and, number two team. I mean, this is number two team in the in the SEC, and this is yeah. a team playing really good basketball. And what you said is correct. We know Mississippi State has the ability to play at this high level. We've mm-hmm. seen it here. We saw it. You know, against Alabama here in Starkville, we saw it against Arkansas here in Starkville. Even though that was a depleted Arkansas team, they have the ability. And when they're and now that they're healthy, you know, we, we could see something happen. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's it really is just wait and see with this team, and and let it let it go as it goes. So, we'll see what happens. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. Might be a short show today. Not a whole ton to talk about. Uh, it's weird. There's a game. Well, people, people are. People are going to say that we enjoy talking about the negative things, not the positive things now. Well, I mean, it's just one game. We spend you know? so little time on, on the positives. It's just one game. And, you know, if it, was, if, it, if it had been the end, then there would have been a lot to talk about because you would have been trying to, you know, sort of do a retrospective. 
Because well, you know what, Brian? It's, what? it's starting to feel like 09. Oh, just stop. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. That's what you It's Tampa. Friend. They're in Tampa. It is in Tampa. Let me know if Scotty Hobson shows up. Uh, or Jarvis Renardo. If Renardo shows up, we're gonna state's gonna be in pretty good shape. Phil Turner. Even better. Even better. Get 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 me Phil Turner on the phone. Anyway. I like steaks. Thanks to our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef is what's for dinner. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. I don't know if you'll be cooking out this weekend because it's going to be cold outside. But if you are, if you decide to brave the elements or any weekend you're looking to put uh, the grill out there, all you've got to do is head to the grocery store, grab some steaks, grab some burgers, and make it happen. No matter what you're cooking for your family, beef always makes it better. Beef is what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, don't forget they have, you know, the heated lamps outside. So if you want to, you have to sit outside. They got you taken care of. It won't be that bad. But I would suggest going inside, grabbing a table, grabbing some great food, some smoked wings. The chicken chipotle tacos are my personal favorite. Robbie Falk is an avowed lover of the pork belly tacos. But here's the thing, guys. They got a whole bunch of different tacos, and they're all great. You can't go wrong with any of them. Sandwiches, great Pulled a little Tony the Tiger there. Uh, the, the the burgers. Great. That was pretty good, Robbie. That's pretty good. Impression. That was our. That was Lee Marshall, wasn't it from WCW? He was Tony the Tiger. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No. Yes. Oh, I've got to Google that now. Hold on. We're t- we're, we're going off the rails here, folks. But I have to know that I can't wait a second. Oh my. No. I told you. Hold on. Lee Marshall. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm telling you, he was Tony the Tiger. Guys. I'm telling you, it was Tony. He was Tony the Tiger. I th- I think it's two different guys, Robbie. No. Lee Marshall was Tony the Tiger. I promise you. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. There it is. Okay. Wow. Did not know that. All right. I know, I know things. Evidently. You know, you know about cereal and wrestling. I should never have doubted you. Well, yeah, two things just go together like peas and carrots. Like like cocaine and waffles. Oh. Anyway. Two brothers okay. smoke meats. What? Huh? Huh? Okay. Two brothers smoke meats. Go there. That's the place is good. Sorry for the uh, the Lee Marshall interruption there, but I had to know. I had to know. Advantage Business Systems, they make it really easy for you. Nothing's easier than great products and great service. That's because everybody offers it. Everybody is offering it. Everybody says, we've got that. Well, do they? Do they really? Do they all have the same selection of products that Advantage Business Systems has? Does it, do, they, do they offer the same wide variety of brand name products that they offer? I, I, don't, I don't know if that's the case or not. And I certainly know that when you're dealing with a big box store, you're not getting the level of service you get in Advantage Business Systems because nobody is telling you, hey, call our local number at the big box store and talk to somebody here in, 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 in this city, and we can be there tomorrow. We can be there later today. None of that's happening with those, with those places. It's only happening with Advantage Business Systems. So call them today and put them to work for you. Their number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. 
Mississippi State and Princeton taking on each other. Four o'clock, uh, first pitch today. One o'clock Saturday and Sunday as State tries to work around this winter weather that's supposed to be coming in. We don't have the rotation yet. We are making an assumption that Preston Johnson and Kate Smith are in there because they have been the last two weekends. But we don't know where in the rotation they are, and we don't know who the third pitcher is. So we're sort of playing guesswork here. But here's what I do know. Princeton hasn't won a game all year. I know I said before they played Northern Kentucky, State should sweep. But, man, State really should sweep this weekend. Yeah, we we said that in Northern Kentucky, too. A little kiss of death? Yeah. I don't think I've ever, since I've been in the media, I don't think I've ever seen MSU not put out the rotation on, like, by Thursday. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, at the very least, like a TBA, you know. But we've also never not talked to the head coach by Thursday. This is like a first. Like, I've never experienced this. Yeah, it's a little like weird. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, we, sh- we should be getting the coach, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is one of those weekends. It's just like the Northern Kentucky. I think we said the same thing in Northern Kentucky. Like, you're just worried about yourself. You're, you should be good enough to sweep teams like this. And if you're losing games, then that's a problem. That's on you because Mississippi State should be much better. I mean, the Ivy League has had not played for like two years. Isn't that right? They didn't, they didn't play. They, they canceled they did, their season. They didn't play from, the 2020 year, and I don't think they played 2021. I think you're right. They, they started the 2020 year, but they – Right, right, right. They didn't play um, after everybody shut down. They didn't play at all last year. So that, that was like one of the first – conferences that shut everything down right so i mean this is a team this is a conference that has not played baseball in a year and a half two years whatever um and mississippi state should come out this weekend and they should dominate this is a a team that is looking to to find itself before conference play you're trying to come out and and come back home and play ticked off you should come into the series and you should dominate and if you don't, then we, you still got problems, still got major problems. And there were some good things that came away from this road trip that they went on. There were some bad things, losing Landon Sims, blowing leads against Tulane. But hopefully you start to see a team that starts to come out. And unfortunately, it's going to be 35 degrees. And I, I don't know if they're going to be able to hit the cover off the ball like they want to, but that they should come out and win these three games. You really – you have to come out and win these three games. You can't afford to lose anymore of these non-conference games. So who do you think is the, is the third pitcher? Gosh, I, I have no clue. I, I mean, I've been racking my brain on this. Yeah. You know, you, you've suggested bringing Parker Stinnett back. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. You sort of if talked I knew, me out of it, to be honest with you, Robbie. If I knew Casey Hunt was healthy, right. that would probably be the guy that I would expect. But – the way that Chris Lamonis talked the other night, like those guys have not even been pitching at all, I'm I'm thinking that he's not going to be able to go. So if that's the case, I don't know. I mean, do you throw Jack Walker in there as a weekend starter just for this weekend? I, I thought about that. You know, this is like I said, this is a winless Ivy League team. You, you I mean, you should be able to treat this like a midweek game. And and I mean, Jack it's almost Walker like swag. I mean. Yeah, yeah. 
And so that that probably, if you made me pick, Robbie, that's probably where I would land is on Jack Walker. And then you probably probably want to give. I think you do want to give Stanett an inning here. You don't want him to go because I don't think if he is if he's the planned Sunday starter next week, which I don't know that he is. But if he is, you don't want him to go. You know, thirteen days without throwing a pitch. So he yeah. and but I wouldn't want to throw him on Tuesday either against Binghamton. So I, I mean, would my, give my him other inning here. My other option would be Andrew Walling, and he's only thrown one inning, I think, this year. Either way, there, there's nobody that you feel good about that you're throwing. No, out you're there. right about that. You're just going to have to throw somebody and and you know sort of hope for the best. <laughs> the good news is that offensively, State has scored double digit runs in three of their last five games. Uh, the game against uh, Texas Tech on uh, Wednesday, I thought they had some good hits that turned into outs. Uh, you know, they, they got the ball on the bat. They just were unlucky in sometimes. Um, but it feels like offensively they're starting to come around a little bit. Of course, it's kind of funny right when that happens. You know, everybody says it, when it's cold, State has trouble hitting, and it's going to be cold this weekend. Do you expect to see the offense continue to, to crank a little bit here, or, or do you think they are you worried they might take a little step back? It's hard to imagine that they will. I mean, it's, it's going to be freezing cold. But, yeah, I mean, some, sometimes teams still are able to hit through that, so who knows. The the guy um, I'm really interested in is this Friday night starter, Jackson Emus. Mm-hmm. He's, he's actually been pretty good. Um, so who does State throw up against him? He's got a 138 earner average. Now, their offense is not incredible. They have two guys over 10 hits. Uh, in eight games. Um, Nadir Lewis is, is batting 500, 14 hits on the year. He has three home runs. They they have – he has half of their home runs this year. They yeah. have six home runs. He's got three of them. Yeah. And only two guys that are regularly in the starting lineup have home runs. So this is not a power-hitting team. Um, they have 10 doubles in, in eight games. And the the Jackson Emus guy is going to be, you know, their dude. He's going to be the only guy that you feel really good about on the weekend. But, heck, Mississippi State has two guys that they feel good about. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's not like you're just – it's not like you can come into this and just say, uh, easy weekend ahead for state. I mean, no, no. nobody feels good. No, you don't feel great about this team. No, this team has so, seven losses already. You can't take anything for granted. No. So it's just one of those things, like you said, you, you just have to kind of hope for the best for whoever. I feel really good about Smith and uh, Preston Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think both those guys should be able to pitch deep into a ball game against Princeton. You would think. But whoever whoever the third guy is, you just hope and pray that they're able to come out and, and pitch well because and, – and that's really concerning moving forward, Brian. I mean, you're about to see some really, really good offenses. You're about to see a, a Texas Tech-like offense just about every weekend, and it's – it's concerning for Mississippi State to to have Stone Simmons sitting on the shelf right now, not knowing what's coming from him, and Casey Hunt. And even when Casey Hunt's healthy, we don't know what we're going to get from him. You know, I, I just don't feel good about this Mississippi State pitching staff yeah. moving forward outside those two guys. I'm with you 100%. So 
We'll see what State does. They need to get healthy before next weekend. You know, they can't go over to Georgia with the pitching in, in this kind of state. They need at least one of these guys between Hunt and, and Simmons to come back. They need to, you know, see what they've got with Stinnett, Stinnett and Tuller. Can they make sure that they're, you know, what we saw this week wasn't a fluke, that they can build on that. They need Mikey Tepper to start throwing strikes and, and getting things straight. They need a lot of things, you know. Somebody on the, uh, the ceasefire text line today on, on Sports Talk made the comment about – I forget the, the exact setup. They were like, you know, could they win 15 or 16 conference games? I was like, man, this t- I think right now you would take 16. If you said this team could go 16 and 14, you're not going to host at 16 and 14, but you're, you're in the dance. You're in the, in the NCAA tournament, and you just sort of go from there. This team would – if you could give Chris Lamona 16 and 14 right now, I'm pretty sure he would take it. Yes, there's no doubt. Because, I, I mean, the, we've, we've talked about this this schedule. It is just – it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Georgia's not as good right now as I thought they were going to be, but you still got to go on the road. Right. And that's a, that's a, uh, a team that has a lot of experience returning. It's, that's going to be a tough series. And then Missouri is um, probably the easiest team on the schedule for, for Mississippi State this year. And everybody else is good. I mean, the rest of this, you got, you got to play Tennessee. I mean, look how good they've been this year. You got to play Tennessee this year. You got to go to Ole Miss. You got to play LSU, Arkansas. Alabama's better this year. It's, it's going to be a tough schedule for Mississippi State. I would absolutely sign up for 16 and 14 right now. I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It should be an interesting weekend of baseball. All right. Don't forget, no Monday show here with us on Thunder and Lightning. So we will be back with you on Tuesday. We'll recap all of that. We'll recap the SEC tournament. Did Mississippi State make the miracle run? Or are they headed uh, down the road of a new head coaching, uh, a, new head, a new head coach here? And so I will say this. I'll say this. Robbie, if State wins the SEC tournament, we'll do a show. It's going to take that. Yeah, if that happens, I'll do, we'll do a show. Otherwise, I'm taking the day off. Wow. So there you go. All right. You guys have a great weekend. If you're coming to start, well, please be safe in your travels, and we'll talk to you again. You very, smell very what for the Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. The Rock says, 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 know your damn role. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.